0: Isaiah 52, Isaiah 52. Uh, just quickly before we get into the word, I just want to say thanks and sorry that I haven't given an update on my father. I appreciate all the prayers. A lot of people have asked, and he is back home, and they've figured out his medication, and they've got him all sorted. And um, his one wish while he was in there was that uh, he'd get out in time to take his turn to cut the churchyard. He's very concerned about somebody else taking his turn and not doing it right. Um, and so he got out in time, went and took care of the churchyard and everything, you know, everybody's okay. So, um, you know, God likes to answer all those small prayers in our life. For my dad, that was, that was one of them. So I w- just want to say thank you for everybody who prayed and for everybody who asked and, and, and checked on us and that kind of stuff. It was, it was uh, very precious to us. So we're going to take a look at Isaiah 52. Isaiah 52, uh, we're going to read down to uh, verse 7. Isaiah 52, 1 through 7. Everybody there? Great, fantastic, glad everybody's there. Okay, this starts out awake, awake, so let's, you know, let's get this. Everybody there? Hey, all right, good morning. Awake, awake, O Zion, clothe yourself with strength. Put on your garments of splendor, O Jerusalem, the holy city. The uncircumcised and the defiled will not enter you again. Shake off your dust, rise up, sit enthroned, O Jerusalem. Free yourself from the chains on your neck. O captive daughter of Zion, for this is what the Lord says, you were sold for nothing, and without money you will be redeemed. For this is what the sovereign Lord says, at first my people went down to Egypt to live. Lately Assyria has oppressed them, and now what do I have here, declares the Lord. For my people have been taken away for nothing, and those who rule them mock them, declares the Lord. All day long my name is consistently blasphemed, therefore my people will know my name. Therefore, in that day, they will know that it is I who foretold it. Yes, it is I. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the opportunity we have to gather freely to dig in. Lord, I pray this morning you would help us, would help us to understand your call on our life, help us to understand um, who you are and who we are in you, in Jesus' name, amen. So here the the prophet is foretelling, really he is foretelling um, our redemption. He is, is, is talking about the fact that we are going to be redeemed, but it's quite interesting that first he begins to speak to the people, and he tells them to rise up, to wake up, and really to kind of stand in the place they were supposed to stand in all along, stand in who they are in Christ. If you, if you read just real quick, it says, Clothe yourself with strength, put on your garments of splendor. It goes down says, Shake the dust, rise up, and sit enthroned. It's really interesting. As, as he is speaking to the people of God, Jerusalem, the Israelites, as he's speaking to them, he really challenges them first to remember who they are. To remember who they are, to remember that they are the people of God, to clothe them strength clothe themselves with strength and garments of splendor, to sit up and rise because you are enthroned. I find it quite interesting when he when he keeps going, he, he, he begins to talk, talk about our redemption and, and, and how we were sold for nothing and bought without money. But he starts here. I find it very often before God really begins to move mightily in my life, when God begins to take me in maybe a larger step or a different place or just kind of a, a 180 in my life. Often, not often, every time in my life, he begins to speak to me first about who I am. Not about where I'm going or what I'm doing or what I'm called to do. He begins to specifically, he begins to work on the things in my heart. The things in my mind, the things that I think maybe are true that aren't, the things that I think are false that are maybe true. Whatever it might be, he always starts right here. He begins to speak and begins to remind me of who I am. Because he begins to gird us up for what he might be taking you into. Because often God takes us into something that we feel massively unqualified for. And he has a habit of making sure we understand that we aren't qualified, but he is begins to move and tell you who you are. And this is where Isaiah begins. This is where the prophet begins. He begins to say, wake up, O Zion. Remember who you are. And then he goes on to to talk about the, the Israelites being sold in our redemption. And in this one statement, I hope we understand the value of who we are and the value that God places in us as his people, as his heirs, as his children. He says, you were sold for nothing. But you were bought without money. You were redeemed without money. You know, you, you can't be sold for much less than nothing. In the world, the Israelites were quite looked down upon, obviously not worth anything, no value. And I'm sure they often felt like they had no value. For here he's saying, you were sold for no money. I tell you, there there is nothing less valuable than that. If you can look at somebody and and, and you have this thing you're trying to get rid of and and you just say, you know, you can just have it. All these people, you can just have them. Nobody wants them. But then he says, you were bought. You were redeemed without money for no price. And if you just glance over and you just glaze over, you just kind of read it and and you just kind of go on. But in there, I hope we catch it every day of our life that we weren't paid for for money. We were paid for with the price of Jesus loves you so much God wants to redeem your life God finds so much value that he was willing to send his son to trade his son to give his life for you and for me this morning one of the things i I, I want us to understand because I, I I want to understand two things one our value and who we are and who and, and then two what we're called to do because even Billy said it you, you can't step into what you're called to do unless you understand who you are And right now, the world, it's quite interesting, in Isaiah 52 and in our world today, finds us quite unvaluable. You know, in verse 5 and 6, it it talks about that they mock them, and they blaspheme the name of the Lord, that the world there is is doing that, and and that's what we find right now in our world, that they mock us, and they mock the Lord, and, and they blaspheme His name all over the place. If you're paying attention, you see it day in and day out. And here it's saying the same thing, that the world doesn't find it valuable. It doesn't find me or you valuable, but the Lord does. So much so that he paid the ultimate price by sending his one and only son for you and for me. And then he begins to tell you the promises of who God is and what he will do. He says, because they're doing this, because they're mocking me and because they're, they're, blaspheming my name, he says, my people will know my name. In that day, they will know that it is I who foretold, yes, it is I. And I think right now, in our, in this moment, in, in this, as I as I kept reading this over and over, I just kept hearing the Lord saying, I will show you. I will show you. I will show you. I will show you. It is I. He, says, I, he foretold. It is It is I. And and I believe there's a time that is is now and a time that is coming as he begins to move in our hearts and our minds. He begins to remind us who we are and we begin to stand up in that place of who we are called to be. He will begin to move. And he will begin to show himself faithful that it is him. That it is him who rules the world. That it is him who is in charge of everything. It is him who brings redemption. But what's quite interesting, and this is how God always works too, is, is he wants to use you and me. He doesn't want to just move and and change everybody's heart. He wants to use you and me in this. And and this is where I want to talk about just for a few minutes, really kind of the core of of what's on my heart this morning. It says, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Your God reigns. How beautiful are the feet. I titled this message, if you want to write it down. Everybody's got their pens out. Great, thank you. It's called um, "I Have Pretty Feet." Yeah, yeah this—I think it's a good title. I, titles are not my strong suit, but I think this has got to rank right up there in the top five of titles. You have pretty feet. Look at your neighbor and say, "You have pretty feet." There you go. Don't look at their feet when you say that. Just <laughs> the good news is, in our day and age, if you don't have pretty feet, you can buy pretty shoes. And your feet are pretty, okay? So, okay, let's get back to the Word. Sorry. you. <laughs> How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring the good news. And I, and I have this picture in my mind as I read through this and, and, and this vision that just keeps coming over and over of, of somebody coming up over a mountain and somebody laying down in the valley. And they're in the depths and in the darkness of, and of their life. They're in the depths and the darkness of the valley and they look up and they see this person walking towards them and this person is claiming peace who brings good tidings who proclaims salvation who say to zion your god reigns you know our title our, our title our, our our call in our life and our call of our church specifically we feel is love god love people and and i i believe with all my might and all my heart and all my mind that God likes to keep it simple for us. Not always easy, but simple. And there are people in and around us every single day that are hurting, that are struggling, that are hopeless. Uh, Kent Hunter was here, I don't know, two, three, four years It was only two years ago? Are you sure? It's it's probably like ten years ago. And he said, Right now is the time for hope. In the most hopeless of hopeless times, people are dying for hope. They're begging for hope. They're searching for hope. And here's the thing is that you and I carry the hope and that we're called to walk in to those people's lives. And as I I see that vision, that, that person just lying on the ground, dying inside, on their last breath, just crying out to the Lord up over the hill. It says, on the mountains, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Walks in the people of God. It's not that God comes down from a cloud. It's not that God opens up the heavens and and begins to move into the rushing wind. No, no, it's the people of God. It's the people of God he sends into the lives of others. You know, Psalm 23 says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. Because you are with me, your rod and your staff, your company. You know that often that you are with me comes from you and me into somebody else's life, the presence of Jesus, the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life, coming and walking into their life to speak good news, to speak peace, to proclaim redemption. I think if you were talked to anybody on the street, anybody in your life, anybody at your grocery store, any of your coworkers, there are all kinds of things in their life that they want redemption from. Mistakes made. Things forgotten, things lost, things whatever. Seeking for redemption, seeking for hope, seeking value. And the thing is, first part of this passage in Isaiah, he speaks to our value. and He does that specifically in my opinion. Doesn't say it here, but in my opinion, he speaks to our value so we can speak to the value of others. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news, who bring peace who proclaim salvation, who proclaim redemption. When we understand our value, it allows us to speak to the value of those around us. In a a world where people are valued less and less, God wants them to understand how valuable they are. The first part speaks to me and you, but we have to remember there's a whole host of people that need to hear the same thing. That... Who the world thinks is worthless, God finds complete and utter, total value. So much so that he would trade his life. So much so that he would send his son to die on the cross and take everything from us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil for you are with me. Sometimes that you are with me is me and you. Your neighbor who is struggling needs to see you. Walk across your property line into their street. Walk across your cubicle into the next cubicle. Walk across the aisle in Harris Paris theater and get close enough where you're still, you know, obeying all the laws of six feet. Sorry. But they need us to walk into their lives. Often we walk away from those things. And I know I said this a few weeks ago, but our tendency is to walk away from them. But really what we need to do is walk into them. Because people are dying for it. They're begging for it. They want to see and they want to experience the fullness of God. They just don't understand who it is. They want to experience redemption. They want to have hope. They want to have salvation. They want to be, it says here, that they break off the chains that are around their neck. They want to be freed from their addictions and their their anger and their depression. And God, I'm telling you this morning, wants to use you. He wants you to walk. He literally is calling you to walk, to bring the good news. Because how beautiful is it? How beautiful are your feet when you walk into somebody's life and you share the good news. Sometimes it's, it's not even words. Sometimes it's just the idea of being there, that you're willing to stand with somebody who's walking through something harder. You're willing to stand through someb- with somebody and help them figure out the confusion of, of who they are and the messiness of trying to figure that out in this day and age. Sometimes they just need to know that you're willing to come up from the mountain down into the valley, that you're willing to get your feet dirty, to get your life dirty, to get everything you have dirty, to be with them. And so I want to challenge you this week. This is a matter of keeping your eyes open. It's using your feet, but it's a matter of keeping your eyes open. You don't even have to be that intuitive. If you just keep your eyes open, you can see it everywhere, the desperation and the hopelessness guys, we're the ones that carry the hope. We're the ones that that have the Holy Spirit who who will speak to us and and help us to speak to them. When we remember who we are, that, that we are the children of God, that we are enthroned, that we are clothed in splendor, that we are His, we can begin to speak to those and remind them and tell them maybe for the first time and only time in their life that they are valued by the one who created the heavens and the earth. That is our job. That is our responsibility. It is, is our duty. And it's just our awesome privilege to be able to speak hope to somebody. Because I tell you, every person I, I come in contact with is struggling right now with hope. As they as they walk through this world and walk through this time and, and Christians even, this is not just for those who don't know Jesus. You need to walk next door to your brothers and sisters in Christ and remind them of the hope of who they are. The hope of Christ inside them and remind them to wake up, wake up, oh Zion. So I want to challenge us this week to pay attention. Don't get too busy in your life. Don't get too busy in your work. Don't get too busy with your family that you miss those that are around you. That you miss those that are hurting, those that are lost. You miss those little quirks in their attitude and and those little snippy comments that might expose, hey, I'm hurt. I know I'm really bad at that. If I get a snippy comment from somebody, it's their fault. What's wrong with you? Get it together. But often that's the result of something that is hurt and is broken that, that just needs me to say, hey man, are you okay? How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. So I challenge you again. Bring the good news pretty feet, people need to see them in their life, so I challenge you this week to step into the mess, let your feet or your shoes get dirty, bring hope to somebody, bring peace to somebody, in Jesus' name, let's pray, Lord, I thank you that you love each and every one of us, that you came and you redeemed us, so that we would not be lost, so that we would have eternal life. Lord, so that we could speak that to those around us. Lord, I pray that we would walk quickly to those that are in the valley. That we wouldn't just stay where we are, but that we would meet them as you would meet them, Lord. That we would meet them right where they are. We'd put our arms around them. We would begin to speak the truth and we'd begin to speak the love and we'd begin to speak the peace, the good news of who you are the good news of who they are in you, the good news of, of forgiveness for redemption, for peace, for mercy in their life. Or pray this week we would be extra attentive, Lord, that we would not miss the opportunities you put beside us and before us, or that we would be willing to stop whatever it is that we're doing to bring the good news to those around us, to speak peace to those around us, to speak redemption chains in their life can begin to fall off. So that they can let you begin to just move on their heart to soften it, to heal it, to change it. Lord, we thank you that you are a redeemer. Lord, I just pray that you would work through us and in us. or that we would see those around us The song says, teach us to love those around us. Lord, we see those around us come to know you.